All right, welcome back to the big program. Just before we welcome in our daily contributor, Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet, let's welcome in our Tuesday, or pardon me, Thursday co-host, uh, Ladislav Schmid from uh, 8 to 11. Morning, Laddie. Good morning, Kevin. How are you uh, doing? Oh, second best day of my life. Second? Yeah. <laughs> second? Second best, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> well, we'll get you that one later. Uh, good week, good weekend, everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys just, were you had just the, cruising. Yeah. Your team was playing on. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we had three straight wins, uh, very narrow wins. But uh, you know, <laughs> I, I like these games better than uh, blowout wins or blowout losses. So mm-hmm. the, the those those type type of games uh, make your team better and mm-hmm. players better. There you go. All right, uh, let's get to it. On the mark, powered by Booster Juice. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, re-energize, or download the new Booster Juice Rewards app to earn. Order and enjoy. Let's uh, check in with Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet. Morning, Spec. What's going on, boys? How are we doing uh, on Thursday? Good morning. Here? Super, super duper. Uh, you know, we just had uh, Matthias Ekholm. I did the interview yesterday. And when Laddie came in, I said, Laddie, okay, and I, I'm posing this to you, Spec. Do you see a little bit of when you watch Laddie, and I'm not saying a lot, a tiny bits and pieces of Laddie, how he played in Matthias Ekholm, and in Matthias Ekholm's case, a little bit of how, uh, you know, vice versa, little pieces of each other's in both defensive, ga- uh, defensive players' games. Do I'm you, flattered uh, that you even think Do you, do you see a little of that, of that Spec? Yeah, I do. I do, yeah. I would say uh, as an objective, if I was writing a scouting report on which of those two players I wanted, uh, I would say... Correct me if I'm wrong, Laddie. I think Matias is a little bigger than you, right? Yeah, he yeah he's he's a bit bigger. Yes, a little bit bigger. They both play a physical, uh, physical game. They're both punishing in your own zone. They're hard to hard to get to the net when they're out there for sure. Uh, I'm going to say that Matias Ekholm is probably probably a little bit more offensive. offensively. Oh, for sure. Is yeah. that fair? I would say. Oh, hundred so. percent. Yeah, he sees the he sees the game way way better than I ever did. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm honestly flattered that you even put me in the same sentence with him. Like mm. I I have a high price for that guy. Seriously, like he. Oh yeah, I'll, he's I'll good. You, of all the trades that got made at last year's deadline, and we probably should dissect last year's deadline. You know, heading into this year's deadline, I would. And I I can't remember all the trades, so don't catch me on this. Mm-hmm. But I'll be surprised if you went through every transaction around last year's deadline if there was a better one than the trade Ken Holland made for Matthias Ekholm. Yeah, it's oh. been wonderful. It's been wonderful. With that with that uh, analysis, spec, you should be working for NHL Central Scouting. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know what? I, as anyone who reads us know, I talk to lots of scouts because mm-hmm. those guys, it, it like. Here's my theory on scouts, you guys. Talk to one scout, you learn something about a player or whatever you talk to about. Talk to seven scouts about a player, and when you're done, you've got a very fulsome picture of what that player is and what a bunch of different trained eyes think he is. And as a writer, if you come out with your opinion after talking to all those guys, you got a really good chance of being right. Mm-hmm. That's why I do it. Yeah. I Like with Mat- Matthias, I go on like I... Like good players are good players. Great players, they make make the players around them good, yeah. and that's what he's he's been able to do. He made the decor better, 
Evan Bouchard better. You know, it's a calming presence back there. It's just fun to watch, you know. You know, in that interview, Spec, we, I just had him on, you know, and I was asking him about, about Paul Coffey, and he was he was just saying, you know, like, I'm 33 years old, and I'm, I'm learning every day, yeah. you know, and that's how it goes. Is that right? You know, yeah. so... You know, and he, as you know, he's one of the go-to guys in the room where you, if you want a real good uh, quote or clip, Matthias Ekholm is very well-spoken and he sees the big picture. You know, Derek Ryan is like that too, you know. And I mean, I think even Connor McDavid said, you know, Derek Ryan's, his voice carries a lot of weight in the room. You know, he's a veteran guy and, you know, been around a long time, seen a lot of things. So uh, the more of those type of players you have in the room, the more successful I think your team's going to be. So, um, Yeah, well... And it's actually kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's circumstantial. Like when, when Holland gets here, he's got, he's got John Marino as a, as an order property. They've, he says, I'm not playing here. They got to trade him. Uh, Clef bomb has left and he, and we think maybe he'll come back. Doesn't come back. Clef bomb never plays a game. Then Adam Larson becomes a free agent. You think, well, he'll sign back here. He's happy. He's a really good player. Gone. So, so the Oilers lose a full and a pretty good second pairing defense yeah. mm-hmm. in Larson and Clefbaum. They lose a guy like Marino that's playing top four minutes in Jersey now, and their defense is light here, right? And that allows. I'm what I'm saying to you is, if those guys stay, I'll bet you you don't have Matthias Ekholm here at all. He comes in and he's trying to fill that void, but. You know, that was a big blow for the Oilers. We don't talk about much, and Matthias mm-hmm. Ekholm has been part of the solution. Yeah, 100%. Like, Clefbaum, for me, that was a big big oh. loss. Like, like he would have been, he would have been probably, what, number one, number two defenseman? I, I, in my opinion, he could yeah. have been number one. Like, you, you never know, right? Well, like, but he was on the... Certainly a number two. Certainly yeah, certainly a number, number two. two. I, I really enjoy his game. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a shame. I'm just I'm just hoping he's having a good quality of life now. You know, mm-hmm. like there is life after hockey. So does anyone talk to him? I've been trying to get him. I've been trying to get a story on him for two years, <laughs> and he's not interested. Does, have you spoken to him, Laddie? No, not at all. Not at yeah. all. So yeah, it's. Uh, and again, hopefully, as long as you have the quality of life right now, yeah. because you got a lot of years ahead of you. Oh, for, oh, you for sure. You know, it's just uh, you know he was on the right track. I feel like, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just sad, but you know that's part of life. Yeah. You know. Uh, Mark Spector with us. Kevin Curry, Sladislav Speed on Sports 1440. Speck, <laughs> what do you say about tonight's game? So Oilers with an 11-game run going here. Seattle played two games Monday, Tuesday, lose in Pittsburgh, lose against the Rangers, two tough road games. Travel all the way here yesterday, play tonight. So uh, what do you make of tonight's contest? Well, like the two things I think about, I'm, I can't, say that uh, how impressed I am about the Oilers running out a consistent game like sure the offense has come and gone during this streak but their defensive game it's been there every night when they only score two they've only given up one you know Mm -hmm. when they score four they're only giving up two and their game they're they're the game they're rolling out every single night here I'm impressed as could be with Mm -hmm. I've I've never seen it this many nights in a row Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what, I've covered lots of teams that have made lots of goofy road trips. And the team that just spent five, did they play five games out east? Uh, this will be their, yeah, five, and then this is their sixth on the road trip. Yeah. yeah, so the team that starts in the Pacific, goes all the way out east, plays five games out there, and then you say, well, pick up a game in the Mountain <laughs> Time Zone on the way home. Thanks that a lot. Sitting, yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. That team's sitting there going, oh, my God. 
get us home. So <laughs> I'm here to tell you, Seattle's ripe. The Oilers, mm-hmm. I know the Oilers are due to lose, and they've got everything going their way, and, and I'm not trying to jinx anything. No. But I've been around that team that Seattle is today, and they're waking up going, oh, my God, what city am I in? What time zone am I in? <laughs> when the hell's the game, and when's the flight out of here? You've been there, laddie. Oh, yeah. That's just another great situation, but still, you know, like you have to do your job. But, yeah, I I, I agree with you, Speck. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what city am I in? And then I the th- time zones, they, they suck too, those, those time zones, man. And then they go back yeah. home after tonight, or they'll probably go tomorrow. Maybe they go tonight, I guess. I don't know. And then uh, play the Leafs on Saturday at home. Yeah. What a treat, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the NHL. Yeah. Wow. You got to earn your paycheck, I guess, eh? <laughs> we had you some do. T- had some texts earlier, and we talked about it yesterday and even the day before, Speck, about goaltender usage. I asked Chris Knobloch that. We're going to run that clip uh, a little bit later in the show about just the fact with the All-Star break coming up, you have five games left, all spaced out, about goaltender usage. Uh, what's he thinking? What do you think happens tonight? Who do you think plays tonight? Cal Pickard? Uh- yeah, I, I think that I, I'm the uh, I'm of the theory that you probably mapped this out and gave Cal Pickard the two Thursday games, the game tonight and the next Thursday against Chicago. Uh, I'm Skinner doesn't have he does, he sure is playing well. I mean, I've never seen Skinner play like this. The puck is sticking to him. There's no rebounds. He is solid. Uh, he could well play tonight, and he's not going to be overworked. But I think you got to think big picture. Pickard's earned the right Mm -hmm. with his play to be trusted with a game or two here. He's been excellent. So I think they're going to go Pickard tonight and Pickard next Thursday. In about two hours, I'll tell you if I'm right. Yeah. Laddie? I agree. Yeah. He's earned it. He played well. They both played really well. Yeah. Like the, the the whole team is playing well. Is is dialed in. You don't you know? win eleven in a row and not play well. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just you know you gotta have some you know better games, some worse games. Mm-hmm. But the goaltending has been has been solid and consistent lately during during this streak. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm confident in both guys. Let me ask you this, Laddie, and then spec you pony off a of Laddie uh, when he's mm-hmm. done about. The amount of traffic that Skinner saw in the Toronto game, guys going hard to the net. Concern, any concern on that, Laddie? And even just, uh, not necessarily response, but, you know, maybe trying to box out a little more. I know, just your thoughts, Laddie. For sure. Yeah. yeah like, I, I like the boxing out game, obviously. You, you got to give, uh, <laughs> you got to give your, your, uh, your, your goaltender, uh, make a save. But, even, like, it's hard. Like I said, you gotta have some better games, some worse games. Toronto yeah. knew they had to go to the to the net to to you know to create some chances. Luckily for us, we didn't get punished for it, but they did have some looks. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. You yeah. know, it was you know, pretty even game for most part. But uh like I said, the goaltending has been really, really excellent. But yeah, would I like to to clean up the, the front of the net a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, there's always room for improvement if you're even if you're hot, you know. But uh, I, I think that it's hard to criticize. It's yes, eleven exactly. game winning streak. Yeah. Guys are playing playing well. They're working hard. Like I can I I can tell they're they're not taking any shifts off. Mm-hmm. You know, like usually like on a winning streak like this, like you can you know everything is going your way. Like I'm I'm knocking on everything. I don't want to jinx it. But but these guys are working for it. It's not like they're cruising and everything is like mm-hmm. it, it's. Yeah, you're you're getting lucky a little bit, but they're they're, they're making yeah they're earning the luck. It's not 
this is not by accident. They're working yeah. and they're playing the system. They're consistent on a four check. They're good defensively. Your best player is hunting the puck like I've never seen him before. Like he's finishing <laughs> checks. He's like a possessed <laughs> there. And that's your yeah. that's your best player in the world. So yeah. like if you're in the locker room, you better be like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise you look like an, you know, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Well, Spec- I'll tell you that's something that like Connor McDavid's when he when he leads you by going out and getting five points, that's great. And don't yeah. get me wrong, but fifteen guys on the team look at him and go, "Well, that's great, but I can't do that, yeah. mm-hmm. right?" But when he leads you the way he played against Toronto by, like you say, hunting the puck and playing physical and like that shift on the McLeod goal when you yeah. see him come out of the corner with Riley and yeah. then battle Matthews, every guy on the yeah. team can follow that, right? Every guy, every so, every guy. Yeah. Every guy. So that, I mean, listen, how, what more do you want? You yeah. got the best player in the world and tonight he's leading me with four or five points and tomorrow night he's leading me by being the hardest competitor on the ice. Like you want more than that out of a player? That was, that was, that that was at the end of a one thirty shift. That, that was that was that was uh, was it the one that he's crawling in a corner to get to Riley? Yeah, he give Riley yeah, a little, yeah, little and, face. And, yeah. Oh my god! I was like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. They should, you know, I would show the clip like that to my players. I wouldn't mm-hmm. show show them the clip that he goes through five guys because yeah. nobody can do it really. But <laughs> no I would show that, the right. the best player. He's on his knees. He's crawling like clawing into the corner against one of the best defensemen out there and he's rubbing him off he's he's <laughs> yes. winning the battle like that's what you want to see that, mm-hmm. and, and like yeah. you can't do that it's just about your will you know in this well, uh, sorry spec I'll just give you the one point yeah. and then you can wrap her up uh, uh, in this 11 game winning streak and Connor has points in 11 you'd think with 11 wins, Connor would have, I don't know, 26, 27 points probably, or 24, 25, something like that. He's got 17. It's not like, you know, he's like a, he's, he's a 1.5 per game average kind of thing. Hmm. You know, it's not like he's yeah. getting two, three a night. So go ahead, nope. Speck. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think the stat is like in eight of his last nine, he's had one point games. So, I mean, I'm not, that's not me being critical. No. But that's me saying the, the fact that the Oilers are winning all the, they used to be criticized that they were power play reliant, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this team, they're all about the power play. Well, the power play has been very average and they're winning. They used to be criticized. Ah, McDavid does everything. They're a one man team. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's getting one point a night. I'm not saying that's bad. But you don't win on one one guy getting one point a night. It takes a whole team yeah. to get you to three and four where they've been getting every night. So this is a whole new deal, guys. We haven't seen the Oilers winning the way they're mm-hmm. winning right now. This is fresh and this is this is new, and uh, it's very very positive. This and it's very of- scary for the other teams. Um, no, <laughs> the, the, when they when it they is. look at it, they gotta be like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. Like this is the whole yeah. theme. Full four lines, six six D man, goaltending. This is the team. Yeah. This is not just this about like yeah. This is different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is different. Ah, Spec. Uh, as always, thanks so much for this. Uh, enjoy <laughs> tonight's uh, tilt. Take care, man. All right, boys. We'll see you at the rink. You betcha, baby. Yeah, uh, that's Mark Specter. On the mark, uh, energized by Booster Juice. You get the boost you need at Booster Juice. And if you're going to the John Reed tournament this weekend, they've got the Booster Juice kiosk. Oh, at I love Booster Juice. Oh, yeah. You know? Acai Avalanche or Brazilian Thunder. <laughs> so, so, now, you're the only guy that can pronounce the... We were wondering how to pronounce the Acai. What is it? Acai? Acai. 
That's what I said. Did you? Yeah. Oh, some some guy texted in yesterday. Do you, we were talking do you, about. you go uh, some protein in there too, laddie? No, Kevin because was I, I, about that. I I I take protein right after my workout, so I don't I I don't. So your booster juice is more like your dessert. It's it, yes, exactly. There you go. And it it, it it's got fruit, vegetables, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, so you, exactly. you still get some extra vitamins. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will have our uh, second of our double barrel hockey insider shotgun every Thursday. Frank Saravalli from the Daily Faceoff. It's Carius. It's Schmied on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time now for our headliner of the day, brought to you by Mr. Reuter. They are a sports fan like all our listeners and are pumped that uh, Sports Talk Radio is back. Uh, for all your plumbing needs, go to mrreuter.ca as we welcome in Frank Saravalli from the Daily Faceoff. Morning, Frank. You're with Kevin and Laddie. How's it going out in Philly? Oh, hang on, Frank. We're just getting you going. There, there, hey, we go. there we go, Frank. Oh, hi, Frank. Uh, I'm actually out in Calgary. <laughs> oh, you're in Calgary. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't know that. When did you head out there? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, heading out to Jasper this weekend for oh, our pond yeah. hockey tournament. Beautiful. And, uh, man, what did I do to deserve such good weather? <laughs> it was to be sunny. I'm, I'm not kidding. Sunny nice. and plus two on Saturday for pond hockey. That's so, sick. Uh, plus two? What, so plus two. Too. Right. I'm moving to Jasper, I guess. <laughs> What's this all about? Where Where is it at? Is it on Moline Lake or where? It's at the uh, Fairmont JPL. So, okay. so yeah, and, so that's uh, Lac Beauvert. Yeah, and uh, I think it's Lake Mildred is what it's called. And uh, did it last mm-hmm. year? It was actually like minus fifteen or twenty, oh, yeah. and it was I, it still wasn't too cold. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to getting back out there with the Oilers Nation guys, the yeah. Flames Nation guys. The whole nation network crew. Where is my Where is my yeah. invitation? Do, do, don't they need like people who can actually skate? I <laughs> uh, see. I think, Laddie, my the God. problem is. Whoa, that ouch. Uh, not not we, no. We, I'm talking about the Oilers Nation former, guys. We do have a couple former NHL players. Jay Rosehill will be there, but we couldn't decide like which jersey would you wear, Oilers or Flames? half and half. Oilers for sure. I think we'd have to just recruit you to team team daily face off, and then you don't have to pick. Sure, yeah, yeah, I would like that. I wasn't talking about you, Frank. I was talking about the Oilers Nation guys. <laughs> oh. I mean, last year was a bit of a rough go for me. Was it? Too yeah, just oh, well. So I'd never played. This is going to sound funny. I'd never played on an actual pond before. Hmm. With like bumps and ruts and yeah. cracks and <laughs> different, eh? We just don't we don't have that in Philly, yeah. and it is to it's a totally different it's a different game. Well, hey, you, so so I get yeah. a sorry a little funny story. So my dad, he's he's gonna be eighty six. So he made it all the way to national team, but he didn't play uh, like team hockey until he was fifteen, sixteen. So he only he grew up on a on on the lake, yeah. and that's that that was his hockey until sixteen, and then later on. In like four or five years, he made it to the national Czechoslovakia national team, and he ended up in like a bunch of medals and like world championship and Olympics. Wow! But how about that? Yeah. So I guess the pond, the pond or the lake, make him better with all those little mm-hmm. little bumps and stuff. I yeah. could totally imagine how it would make you better. Yeah. yeah. Going to smooth ice after be like oh, no yeah. issue. So you stay right at JPL too, Frank? Yep. Yep. Wow. Looking forward to it. Big it time spot. <sighs> so uh, have you been I'm there jealous. in the summer? No, I haven't. Okay. I've heard that golf course is great. Yeah. So when you when you get out there, Frank. So I I don't know where the rink setup is, but you'll be able to see. I think probably hole thirteen and somewhere kind of right around there. I, I'm kind of just picturing it where they would set up the rink. So uh, it'll I can't it, wait. it should be close. Right, so by. It's only ever been snow covered and cold, but I'm, I can't wait. Wow! Well, if you got if, if you got plus one plus two, 
You're laughing. I'm yeah. telling you, I don't know what I did to deserve this. Yeah. And then, I mean, when you're looking around, I mean, you can't get a better... I mean, you. I, I wonder if oh. the, uh, on hole two, uh, it's called Old Man, Frank. Uh, that's what the golf, the JPL golf course is. Because you talking it, about me? Uh, yeah, no. It, what it is, and I don't know if you can see this They're in the, the wintertime, but it's a, it's a, it's an Indian chief lying on his back. When you look at the mountain range, oh. you'll see. Oh, we yeah, we could actually see that from from the lake. You should be able to. I, yes. I, I again, That's I got sick. a picture of how oh. it looks. So, and again, in the summer and winter, it probably looks a little bit different. So, it's it's really cool. Yeah, oh. he's he's playing pond hockey in Jasper. I'm I'm gonna be <laughs> playing some three on three pond hockey tournament uh, here in Edmonton. Probably probably lucky enough i'm gonna get only to like minus 15 that day yeah. oh god well that's great that's uh, you got to be looking forward to that for sure uh so around the league frank what any update on cory perry what's going on and is what would you say the chances of him surfacing in edmonton are nothing really new i think they're not in any rush to make a decision i think they're just understanding all of the different possibilities and permutations about what it would look like and that's in a bunch of different cities, maybe five to seven different places around the league that have reached out with expressions of interest. And again, I, I don't, there's no timeline on it. There's no, he could come back at any point mm-hmm. kind of feels to me like probably something post all-star, but what are the chances he comes to Edmonton? I, I've, I've said it before. I think there's mutual interest there. I think there's us really key fit for the Oilers to get another right shot forward who when he's playing at the top of his game can be in your top six. I think he provides a different element when it comes to the playoffs and not just the experience and success that he's had, but really the style that he plays the Oilers to me, especially if he's, if he's in, even if he's in the bottom six, they need something a little different. They need Mm -hmm. someone that brings some juice and they don't really have anyone that does that. And, I think he'd be an outstanding fit. Mm. I just don't know if if that's his choice, if that's mm-hmm. where he wants to go and play. Yeah. Well, um, for, for me, for I don't know what he's up to right now, but I, I don't think, like, it's been a while since he played last game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he wants to stay out too, too long, right? Like, you mm-hmm. want to get back in the rhythm. You want to be a, you know, contributor yeah. on, on the team. So, like, I hope he doesn't wait too, too long. You know, like I, it's fair to say, like all star, all star break is not that far away, but I, I could imagine that he would be itching to get back right after, or, you know, like you, you're gonna need some practice time as well. Yeah, yeah I think my only complication and thought process when I say all star, and, and no one has told me that, is I'm looking at the schedule going. Every team has a bye week either before or after the break, mm-hmm. and so the last thing you want to do is sign begin to practice and ramp everything up and then your team goes away and your facilities are closed Mm -hmm. and you've got a bunch of days off that you're going, okay, I worked so hard to get back. Now what? I've got 10 days to fill here that it doesn't, you know, that part of it, I'm looking I'll, at it. I'll privately up. skate him if he's. <laughs> he, I'm telling, that guy, he doesn't, I bet you he's been on the ice every single day. Oh, since yeah. yeah. I, I, I get a similar feeling. Well, maybe invite he's, he's invite him to Jasper, grinder. Frank. Invite him to Jasper for your team. Uh, I don't know. We, <laughs> I think we'd win the Jasper Cup for sure then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Jack Eichel, his situation in Vegas? That's the first game the Oilers play after the All-Star break in Vegas. Uh, how long do you think Eichel's out for? 
probably quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they said week to week. And by the way, it's kind of impressive that it's only week to week, given that he had a lower body surgery. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a lower body surgery before. <laughs> did did they do both knees and your your hernia or what? Like what? How'd that work exactly? So it was uh, certainly interesting terminology that they used. Usually, when you get a surgery, you get a a location and an issue. But I mean, they do call me Doctor Saravali in Vegas. So <laughs> like like cool. meniscus could be yeah. like what three to four weeks if it's an arthroscopy. Yeah, arthroscopy like it's, it yeah. depends. But yeah, that's that's kind of. It's kind of weird. Like that's, that's uh, the pretty... way he pulled up. It looked to me like one of those sports hernia deals. Uh, uh. But those usually are six to eight yeah, weeks, that would and, be longer. and they are very painful to work through to come back. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, I'm... core muscle. What do they call that? Core muscle surgery. Yeah. Core. That, muscle I mean, now, again, yeah. I'm purely speculating. My point mm-hmm. is, I don't think it's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your recent articles uh, were with Frank Saravalli, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid on Sports 1440 uh, with Colorado goaltender Alexander Georgiev. Uh, where is he at here? Georgiev, whoever, I mean. Georgiev. Uh, Georgiev, you like Georgiev? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that should, should be Georgiev. Should, it's yeah. European, yeah. Okay, thanks, Laddie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're trying to look for some help uh, for him in Colorado, Frank? Yeah, they should. Yeah, look, he's just playing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave him the complete day off this week, which, as any goalie will tell you, even backing up, it's not a night off. Mm-hmm. You still have to take shots in warm-ups. You still have to go through the morning skate. You still have to mentally be ready in case you're called upon and physically. So they gave him the complete day off, and even with that, he's still on track to make 67 starts this year, 68 or 69 appearances no one's doing that anymore. You're maybe going to see UC Soros in the mid-60s, probably Connor Hellebuck and Thatcher Demko in the high 50s to low 60s. But even as those teams kind of begin to run away with it down the stretch, you're going to see even more nights off so that they can be fresh for April and the playoffs. And Chris McFarland, I had him as a guest on my Frankly Speaking podcast this week, and he flat out said, too much. Mm-hmm. We we need to – this Pavel Fransos injury really crippled us, um, that it was you know a season-ending injury right from training camp. They had relied on him the last few years even to play some big playoff games. And um, look, they claimed Ivan Prozvatov off of waivers from Arizona right as the season was starting. He's barely played. Um, he's gotten mostly the back-to-backs and four other spot starts here, and that's it. So they need to do something to strengthen that, you know, goaltending tandem to make it a little bit, you know, more easygoing on Georgiev. And that plus a second-line center will keep mm-hmm. McFarland pretty busy as we get close to the deadline because the Ryan Johansson experiment hasn't played itself out. The you way you know, we, it to. yeah, our yeah. Tuesday co-host, as you know, Frank is Grand Fuhrer. He'd be kind of chuckling at this right now. I mean, in his when he his last year in St. Louis, he started seventy-nine games. You know, yeah, but he, here's the thing, and I went back Different and looked time. this up, and this actually ties into Grant Fuhrer. Yeah. Grant Fuhrer is actually the last goalie to lead the league in appearances and win the Stanley Cup in the same year. Ooh. Oh. And that was, I think... So you're saying 1990? I think it was 88. Okay. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So think uh, about that. Think about the really? last... Even like in the Marty Brodeur years, the Devils weren't winning every year and he's playing 70-some games. 
and they probably didn't lose because of him. But the point being, as mm. we've learned more about sports mm. science and everything else yeah. that comes with it, we know that. Remember, do you remember Jay Woodcroft openly making fun of the Flames and and uh, and Jacob Markstrom mm-hmm. during the Battle of Alberta? Mm-hmm. Like he kept saying, "Hey, we got our our guys are fresh. Our guy did not yeah. play sixty six games this mm. year. Remember that? Yep. He yeah. kept openly saying it in press conferences because it's true. Like it's." <laughs> So McFarland said in his ideal perfect world, he would cap his starter at 55. Hmm. It's an interesting dynamic. So they're going to be seeking for a backup to oh, trade, they, right? Like yeah, they have to. But, but it's second line centerman and the backup, like, whew. How are you going to get someone that you trust? I, I like, that's, that's, that's kind of my point. That's, hmm. uh, that's a tough one, yeah. right? Uh, anything else on your mind, Frank, as you head up to Jasper on the weekend? Well, I got my first uh, trade deadline player mm-hmm. profile out today on Daily okay. Faceoff. Uh, really spent a long time breaking down Elias Lindholm's game. As you know, he's the number one guy on our trade targets board. And it was really interesting to me to take a look at a few different facets of his game. Why has the production dropped this year? And I think the answer is he really needs to play with elite players in order to pile up the points. That he can't do it on his own, but he's a great complimentary, complimentary. piece. Mm-hmm. Colorado. (laughs) He, I mean, he would make sense. I I listed five teams, Boston, Colorado, Vancouver, Vegas, depending Mm -hmm. on what happens with Eichel Uh and um, the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, he'd make a ton of sense in Winnipeg as well. You know, they're missing Mark Shifley right now. Adam Lowry's jumped up and has played first line minutes. He can do that for a stretch, but if you could go Shifley, Lindholm and then bump Lowry down to your third mm-hmm. line. Man, the Jets would be in good shape. So anyway, I looked at some facets of his game and also then some trade comps. I think between the Ryan O'Reilly deal last year and the Bo Horvat trade, those are two pretty good goalposts for which Craig Conroy can line up to kick a field goal through. Any so what, what it would so what the cost would be. Uh, well, high, yeah. Like but, Yeah, so last year O'Reilly got sorry. they had 75% retained between Minnesota and St. Louis, and they got a first, second, third, and fourth <sighs> is essentially what the Leafs had to pay. Ooh. Any chance, Frank, that they get a deal done and he stays in Calgary? I think very small. Yeah, I think he's mm. asking for a lot, and I think the Flames have watched this season and the way it's playing out, and they're saying, we, we got to do things a little bit differently mm. here. I think yeah. the one guy that's a candidate to stay is Noah Hannafin. Right. Oh, really? And they're still talking. And Tanev will be gone, you think, too? Yeah, and I just, it's probably not going to be for a very sexy return, but mm-hmm. I also doesn't I don't think it makes any sense for them to to re-sign him at, at this age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank, uh, enjoy uh, JPL. Hopefully, you know what? Hopefully they take a big auger on uh, Lac Boisvert and they su- uh, suck some water out and get, get the uh, Zamboni going out there and get some smooth ice for you. It'd be I awesome. Mean, Can't wait. Take Can't care. wait to do it. Take yeah. care, man. Have yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. That's uh, Frank Saravalli, our daily face-off. And um, headliner of the day for uh, Mr. Rooter. There's a reason they call him Mr. For all your plumbing needs, go to mrrooter.ca. We used to do that all the time, laddie. So you take the auger, get a sump pump out, and then just let the ice. You don't even need. Just let the ice or let the water trickle out and the 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 gravity and how the ice is uh, if it's downhill a little bit this way that way it'll just smooth. it'll just smooth right out and it freezes on the go well i'm going to be at some pond tournament on are the, you at cattail crossing is that no. where it's is that coming up isn't there a pond 
I'm nope. some some punk classic. Yeah. I don't know. And where you're playing. Who are you a alumni or what? No, no, no. that's uh, on my buddy's team. He oh, asked really? me to play. Yeah, me and Grant Stevenson and uh, some. Uh, my buddy and some other, like, one or two guys. I think it's three on three. Three on three with the little net, right? Yeah, I think so. No blocking shots. I think it's illegal. Is it? I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lay somebody out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good story, a neat story with your dad. So up until 15, really yeah. never played in a, on, I guess, artificial, artificial ice or? N- nothing. Like, nothing like that, back in the day in Czech, it was, like, all open... Yeah, all open arenas. Well, some of them were were covered, but not too many. And then he went to uh, to high school to a different bigger city, and then he uh, started playing organized hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't take him that long actually. Yeah. He had that drive, and you know, from poor family, um, you know, everything was tough for them, getting skates, wow. sticks, you know, anything. So he had that drive yeah. to to make it, and That's and he did neat, make yeah. it. Yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, again, you, with the equipment. So, I mean, how the, sk- the skates like are ridiculous. Like they, it was just the blade that you attached to your shoes at at, right. at first, mm-hmm. right? And then then it evolved into yeah. <laughs> like regular skates. The, but the, yeah, the, so that's what he was was skating on. Ridiculous, amazing. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some open time with Laddie when we come back on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports fourteen forty. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program eight forty three in Edmonton. Minus 20, a little nippy still, but not like it was last week, and it's going to get really nice by next week. So uh, the end is near. The end is near. It's always the next week, eh? Oh, yeah, well, it'll be past the outdoor game for you when you're playing outside here yeah. this weekend. Yeah. So what's this one all about? No, the, not this weekend. The, oh, it's the, 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 oh, the following. It's the following weekend. Well, it's going to be nice then. Yeah, it should be. It should yeah. be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, text coming in, one 401 If you've got a question for Laddie or whatever. Brad said a while back, is Clefbaum officially retired? No, he's not officially no, he's not, no. not officially retired. But I mean, everyone thinks that he'll never play again. Unfortunately, that'd be one of those guys that boy. I mean, I I remember even when he was on long term. Could you imagine him coming back all of a sudden for oh. the play, just like a Kucherov kind of thing? Everyone was hoping. Yeah, but he just it's just not enough. You know. No, I I don't think. At this point, for what I know, it's more about the quality of living mm-hmm. than anything else. And so, Jordan texts in, Laddie, how do you put up with this Kevin guy? <sighs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> Every Thursday is a pleasure. Um, you touched on Grant Stevenson. Tiger says Grant Stevenson was in the first brick team with Comrie. Yeah. That goes back a long time, too. Long time. Yeah. Well, I don't want to make him sound too old. No. He's only, what, 41, 42? Uh, 42? Somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Good guy, too, you know. Great so, guy, yeah. great guy. Still plays uh, once in a while, Shinny, mm-hmm. on Thursdays, too, with us, and he buzzes around. He still has the touch. Uh, Big Al, when we were talking about the the rink or whatever in JPL, the, he says the rink is away from the golf course, and Bonhomme is visible. That's the the old man. Yeah, we... we uh, what? The old, is that we, what you we, what? You didn't think I knew French or what? No, no, but like I just <laughs> like it's part of like this like winter celebration, right? Well, you know they have Jasper in January and yes. things like that. Used to be great. We used to go skiing. Speck and I went skiing Jasper in January. Oh, really? Yeah, it's still one of our all time favorite stories, laddie. Do you know this one? No. So we skied all day and we had quite a few beer all day, and then we went to the bar. And now it's two in the morning, and and we're staying in a hotel. And or motel or wherever it was, and and uh, he goes, man, am I hungry? And I said, well, let's just get a pizza. And I said, but it was well, thirty five below too in Jasper. Oh. We barely skied; it was so cold. 
and uh, Speck goes. So he was just drinking. Pretty well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so he says, let's get a, let's get a, a pizza. I go, okay, fine. Let's go. Yeah. So we go in and he goes, well, how are we going to get home? I said, well, watch this. I said, uh, can we get a delivery? I said to the guy at the counter, delivery to whatever room, this, da, 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 at this hotel. And then we just jumped in the cab with the, the delivery. Jumped in the delivery car. Genius. Smart. Yeah. We, we used to have a, I had a couple uh, camps with the Oilers uh, in Jasper before the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know what bar it was. So at the end of the camp, we went, the whole team went, went out to the karaoke bar. So, and I did yeah. sing there. Yeah. What song do you remember? I don't even, I think something from Coldplay or Pearl, G- or Pearl Jam. Like, yeah. I don't know. I was, I was pretty lit up, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, so they know in Jasper, the people of Jasper, they know my performances. Yeah. yeah. We were there twice and I'm pretty sure I sang both times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was it was great. Like we walk from the hotel to the rink mm-hmm. every morning, and like it, it, it was awesome for team building. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you wanted to circle back with your dad, and then when he, how did he get to that stage? Then, I mean, like, are there scouts coming to these games, or like, how do you you know what I'm saying? Or maybe you can uh, somebody maybe some yeah. I, I think some guy, uh, he. Him and there was a, another guy from his little village that they were skating there and they were like, you know, better than everybody yeah. else. So there were like these coaches slash scouts okay. from the city, right, kind of next to him, Plzeň. It's like Marty, Martin Straka is from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they, they were like, they were really just driving around into these villages and watching kids on a pond, like, or on a lake skating. And they were like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he was 14, 15, oh, you're good enough. Like if you want to join our uh, high school, okay. um, you know, we'll pay for everything. Well, mm. you, you can, uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, live there for you know period of time and we're going to uh, get you in uh, organized hockey. And, and he did that. Did he have to move? Could still stay at home or? How no, he, he had to move. Yeah. He, he came back every, I don't know, every month or something. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, he had to move 15, 16 yeah, and then uh, the rest of the history. Then he joined. Uh, you had to join military. Yeah. So, but the military had had team like Dukla, Ihlava, and there was a bunch of military teams in Slovakia mm-hmm. and Czech. Kind of, ba- it, it was based on what whatever like Russians were doing. They so had like military. Russian Red Army. Yes, you exactly. Okay. So, yeah. so my dad's team was Dukla, Ihlava, and they're like one of the most decorated mm-hmm. uh, teams in history. Uh, Bobby Holik's father oh, played on yes. that. Yeah, so my dad played with him, and uh, yeah. The, then after the high school, he joined the military team, and you know they were lucky because the military was you had to go for mm-hmm. two years. So they were getting the best players from all over the countries, and some of them after two years they left. But my dad stayed with a bunch of other other players, and you know they formed kind of like kind of dynasty they mm-hmm. won I think six or seven uh, titles uh, in like 10 years or 11 years and so even though they were like in the military but at least they were together and had the, the chance to train together a lot yeah right? yeah it wasn't like they had to do a bunch of stuff they were yeah. ma- mostly playing uh, playing hockey train together it was hard like he told me yeah it was uh, it was crazy like he's got like papers and written what they had to do like runs and uh lifts and mm-hmm. it was like all day all day like I, I don't think people people understand like and not too many not too many players would put up with that these days but no. uh, they had no say if you would screw up or like you start like going against the coach you were out 
you were you were out and they would put you like into like th- these like work not like work camps like that's too harsh to say mm-hmm. but they would just kick you off the team and you wouldn't be able even to practice you would just be working like as a, in the military so you're saying a, a guy like Cutter Goche probably wouldn't cut it <laughs> no no he would be off the team in, in minutes he, he would be gone yeah. yeah he would be gone yeah, yeah. so yeah they out. yeah they had it pretty good like it was uh it was you know during the yeah. r- just just before even uh, the 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 russian invaded czech mm-hmm. it was on the kind of right before during uh yeah so but russian even uh, before russians invaded czech they had a big influence on mm-hmm. on czech and you know how things should be run and stuff like that so whatever russians did be that or the check that like training and stuff like that hmm. thanks for the history lesson yeah, no Larry, appreciate yeah, it yeah. text one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. um uh where is this one uh jordan says uh laddie you played for the oilers and the flames but you said it already what made you an oiler for life well i spent all your career my yeah. most of my career here and i have a lot of friends i have friends in calgary too mm-hmm. and they're gonna be wrong like i'm i I will cheer for Oilers, but if they're out and Flames would be in, I would yeah. cheer for the Flames. Like, yeah. like I'm not that kind of guy yeah. that have to have to choose one or the other. Exactly. I still I still watch some of the Flames Flames hockey, and you know, to be honest, like they have been playing pretty good this mm-hmm. season. You know, they they have been working hard, but for me, number one, Oilers always. That's why, like even Frank says with Lindholm saying very little chance to, to stay and re-sign because yeah. he's probably asking for the moon. We know that. Yeah. But Why wouldn't he? It would be tough, I mean, for me, like, if to make that decision. But, you know, you had it with Johnny Gaudreau, right? You basically lost him for nothing. <laughs> nothing. Even yeah. though he offered him more than what he Yeah, accepted. I know, I know. It's, that's still yeah. kind of like... I, I, I don't know what happened, like, if he wanted out of the Canadian... Canadian market. I think he so. was he was getting recognized left and right. Mm-hmm. Like, but now, but you go to Columbus and you're just that buried. That that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Go to New Jersey. Like he's from there, from yeah. the area. Like you know, like I, and I think there was an offer or yeah. a chance to play there. So I, I don't know. Or or Philly, he would be close home, but you know they're in a full rebuild. I I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Only he 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 knows his agent and you know. But Columbus, that didn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. Uh, Oilers in Seattle, just a quick one before we go to break because at the top of the hour, we've got our ski report, Duke. We've got to remember about that today. Yeah, the Duke's been rifling off the ski report. Uh, have you been noticing, Laddie, how smooth he's been on the ski? Oh, report? yeah, very smooth. It's yeah. just un- not yeah. enough O's and smooth. Okay? <laughs> Smoother than the old number one highway. We're going to, uh, we're going to be getting uh, Donovan the intern wrapping out Whoa! the ski report here. Uh, pr- pro- oh. Not today. He's oh. a, he's in intense training mode because he's probably going to have to be filling in for a Declan <laughs> on Low Tide show. Today? Uh, no, tomorrow. Ooh. Since Gregor's on location tomorrow, right. um, Declan has to be down there with Gregor to run the YouTube stream and stuff. So we're, we're kind of crash coursing Donovan with the uh, run of the board and stuff. So I'm not trying to put too much on his plate, but probably by uh, next week, he'll be, a, he'll be the new ski report boy. What do you think? Can Donovan handle the pressure, laddie? <laughs> I think he can. Yeah, I, th- I think he Look can. Look at him; he looks pretty in the corner. He's just sort of—he's <laughs> pretty confident. I feel like you know, I, I think he can do it. He's—you know. You know, he's a safe Albert if, if, guy. I, if I can do this, well, he yeah. can do that. It's my second language, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, he'll be fine. 
Uh, top of the hour, we'll have our ski report. 9.20, Allison Lucan, a Seattle Kraken analyst, uh, and that'll be our St. Albert Dodge game of the day as the Oilers get ready for Seattle tonight. And then, uh, of course, uh, we will have Are You In or Are You Out with Laddie, and he's been studying the Dukes PowerPoints. Tough one. Tough there are one some today. tough ones, Laddie. There's some tough ones. The hockey-related, that's, you know, that's fine. But Wait wait till you get to the fifth one. It's gonna The fifth question today is the best one we've ever had. And we Where's can't, we the got food question? Oh. <laughs> like, honestly. Well, we'll talk about what I brought you in for to sample. Borscht. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that when we come back. Well, we're going to talk about it next Thursday because I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to crush it with my wife and yeah. we're going to send you some uh, notes, <laughs> <laughs> some tips. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, very, very thoughtful of you. Thank you. Uh, before we get to break, uh, time now for a sports 1440 update brought to you by Tommy Guns, our unique lounges and casual setting makes it easy for anyone to rock a new look and get the best hot towel shave experience in Canada. Hands down. Book now at TommyGuns.com. Here is the Duke.